Gunnar Solskjaer and the boys picked up three points, but it's probably too little too late against City. Chelsea keeps winning. Tottenham keeps winning. Liverpool keeps losing, and Arsenal are inconsistent. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're hearing this from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from four friends who support different clubs. My name is James, and I support Arsenal. Next to me is Brad. He is a Chelsea football club supporter. Down below me is Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspur. And still in the corner, diagonally away from me, the most melancholy man in world football, the most sad, depressed, disappointed man. Tamsi, a resident Liverpool supporter. I think he's on his way to the psychiatric ward to take some time off and uh, figure out his emotions on everything. But boys, how we doing? How's everyone? How's everyone feeling? I, pain, clearly. Anyone else feeling anything? Also pain. I'm feeling great. Okay. I don't know why. Why Sean is feeling pain? Time out, Sean. Did you watch the Fulham game, bro? You have three wins in a row. They weren't fun to watch. Okay, but you won. <laughs> I, like you're not Machiavelli, you won. Man, the fun one was the uh, was the more recent one. Uh, I'm looking at the Fulham stats. <clears throat> well, it was the Palace game. Let's let's look, really... at, let's look at the table because, of course, United did get that win against City, but that's still 11 points. Um, Leicester's in third. Chelsea's up to fourth, though West Ham. Picture you, picture someone thinking that has a game in hand on Chelsea and can overtake them. Uh, Tottenham's up to seventh, just above Liverpool, who's in eighth. Arsenal still in tenth, forever tenth. Um, kind of the bottom half of the table looks exactly the same, with one slight change near the bottom. Uh, Newcastle has a point over Brighton, and Brighton and Fulham are equal on points at 26. Though Brighton has a game in hand, as does Newcastle. Um, Sheffield and West Brom still very much dead but yeah that Fulham Brighton uh, point tally uh, could get interesting uh, as we finish out this season a couple things we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about uh, clearly the the Manchester Derby Um, Chelsea and their good run of form Tottenham, their good run of form, even though somebody, uh, Debbie Downer, below me, for some reason, is... Uh, one of them. Just one of them. Crazy. Um, and then we're going to kind of talk about how garbage Arsenal and Liverpool are. Um, quickly hit on relegation, and if we have some time, we might talk about European football before we look to this weekend's games. But let's start first at the city of Manchester Stadium, formerly known as um, the Etihad. Uh, I said that poorly. But in my mind, there were commas there that made that sentence factually correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, United takes a 2-0 win over City, um, kind of against the run of, I would say, like, you know, you talk about football, like, oh, they scored against the run of play. Kind of like United got a win against the run of play in terms of the league. Um, but, yeah, this is one of the first games that uh, United showed up to in terms of uh, games against Big Six. Uh, and they got all three points. Uh, what do you guys think? It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> kind of yeah. United, United tied their last two games, thus fundamentally proving that they still can only play one game a week. Yeah. I mean, I, it it's obviously uh, too little too it's, late. It's just really funny, dude. If they don't get a penalty, the level of football they present is just the single most dire thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I watched uh, the first half of that Palace game, and I think I, I genuinely wanted to hang myself afterwards. <laughs> that was so bad. Wait, three minutes but... in and get the, get the mature rating out. Yeah, <laughs> that was so bad. Oof. I... The penalties dry out, and this is the, the quality of football they have to present. Yeah, City bullied them. City, City controlled the game. City, if it wasn't yeah, it was two-thirds for, possession, yeah. yeah, if it wasn't for a second minute penalty, and then uh, I think Cancelo got skinned on the second goal at midfield uh, for whatever reason. He went into a tackle at midfield and let Luke Shaw of all people skin him. Um, yeah, Jesus with the with the forwards challenge. Yeah, what are you doing, with that man? Penalty. What are you doing? <laughs> two minutes into the game. Get out of the eighteen yard box. Let your defenders do something. Just go be by midfield. Like yeah. I mean, we'll hear we'll hear about this in a Bruno Fernandez interview later. <laughs> how he scored a penalty against a big club. He was shamelessly talking about how he scored a penalty against Spurs. And I'm like, you lost that game six one. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that. What are you, like what are you saying? I was what a like, guy. what a guy. I I had to think back. I was like, wait a minute. He was like, like well, uh, you, you said I don't do well against the big six. Well, I scored a penalty. I scored against Spurs. Like, did you brag about a penalty scored in the 6 1 loss? <laughs> How many penalties has he scored this year? Like, a lot. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine, something like that? Yeah. Something absurd. But of course, he is the greatest ever January signing in English football history. I guess need to remember that. Put some respect on his name. Uh,. With a K. Respect with a it's, K. It's just really funny. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know where the... the uh, they had Bruno Fernandez's PR team is the dream team. It, it's Mes- like, it's Mesut Ozil, then Fernandez. Yeah, right? He's just like... He's just... Oh, man. I just don't get it. Like, every, every day it's like, Oh, another misplaced pass from Bruno Fernandez. That's a rarity. How is it a rarity if it happens every time? Multiple times. <laughs> Was feeding these lines like it's it's amazing how how the english media has gassed him up um, right it's just oh man i just genuinely don't get it like a, i don't get it uh, all right, okay well, we can't spend we can't spend 45 minutes trashing bruno fernandez um i don't think he's a bad player yes I, <laughs> but I, you guys are right he is just so overhyped that it makes you want to be like get out of here with this like yeah he's he's a solid player but there are multiple times in a game where I look at him and he tries to do some fantastic stuff and the ball just sails over out of bounds or goes directly, yeah. To, yeah. Goes directly to the opposing player. And you're like, okay, you know, maybe the simple pass. Fred was wide open. You don't need to pass to whoever. Um, so Yeah, like, I just, I just don't get it. He seems like His PR really... team is unmatched. His PR team is unmatched. I, I wonder if he's... Uh, as frustrating as a United fan like to watch or do you just kind of like gloss over that because of the uh rose tinted glasses that we Oh that... dude that 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 team's Jesus. whole fan base is deeply in the mud. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Uh I think I think whatever remnants of 
Ferguson's mentality that was in that club, the like pure winning mentality, Gone. is just driven out that club. <laughs> they are completely content with like, oh, we delayed City's inevitable title win by one game. Yeah. Like, whatever mentality was there got absolutely panned out. Like, Just Jesse Lingard talking about how, you know, the Emirates is his dance floor or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay. Good for okay. you. Good for you. There's a, you know that uh, FIFA glitch video where it's like they lift up an empty trophy? <laughs> yes. yes. I thought that was I thought that was for Spurs fans only. It's a glitch it video. It's like, it doesn't. Right. Well, the one uh, before we leave yeah, okay, uh, for just it. one more quick point is a few years ago when Kane was scoring all the all the penalties and Spurs fans took a lot of flack for that. My response was always, "He's the only one good enough to take them," and it's just not true with Fernandez. When you have a team with Pogba and Rashford and Marshall, there's other people that can take. Them. It's not just him that is the only one that yeah. can take them. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think Rashford missed like three in a row at the beginning of the season. Oh, I think you're was it last season. Right. I think it was last yeah. season. Yeah, last he missed like three in a row. I do remember row. that. So he's probably banned from the spot. <laughs> yeah, he's probably banned from the spot. <laughs> and Pogba's trying to run out of Manchester still. He just can't get out. <laughs> nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna get. Nobody wants Paul Pogba. There's no Paul Pogba shaped hole for anybody to fill with. And it's like Erickson. Nobody have. Nobody wanted Erickson to somebody wanted to leave. Like. And his problem is if he's not playing, he's not convincing anyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If he, yeah. if he strung together like six months of like really sensational football and then went to the Euros and had a really good Euros this summer, like you could convince a Real Madrid to be like, okay, maybe Pogba is still good. Or you could convince PSG or something like that. You know what I mean? But Yeah, Real Madrid are currently trying to extend uh, Modric's contract by one year. That just tells you how little they value, like, Paul Pogba. If Paul Pogba's only got a year left on his contract, they still don't want him. Yeah. yeah. I, this, I think this was yeah. probably right before the transfer, but he has a he had a really good World Cup, didn't he? Or Am I misremembering that? Bro, I thought World I remember Cup him was having three years ago. Yeah, that, but that's yeah. probably right before his United transfer, right? <laughs> no. Uh, it was after, uh, he had a group. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he partnered with Conte, so you can kind of do whatever you want when when you have Conte right next and that to was, you. Yeah, that yeah was, so he had Mbappe, Giroud, and Griezmann up front. Yeah, like, guys, it's yeah. prime Griezmann up front. Uh, yeah. the, the only reason that France did as well as they did is because of Giroud and his whole play. Yes. They, they played 100% target man ball, and he won like 100% of the balls. It was, <laughs> it was target man. prime Griezmann. <laughs> so, well, last week we talked prime about Griezmann. international we talked about international games and like uh, when Germany won it basically was Bayern plus a little bit of you know one, one or two here and then when Spain won it basically was a combination of Barca and Madrid and then France just trotted out they could have trotted out if you took the third team of France they probably would have made it out of the knockout stage in that World Cup yeah uh, it's because France <laughs> has a centralized uh, training academy. Like all their players come from one place, Clairefontaine. Like they have yeah. one one building that they all come from. I, I was and just they, they've been playing there since they're like eight, and they moved to clubs when they're like sixteen. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd be able to find it now, but when somebody put out the eleven, that would be their third. Yeah, it, eleven. It's I was like, eight. Jesus, dude. Yeah. The, their bench was like quarantine Toliso, Usman Dembele. Like, yeah, it was super deep. 
fire. Yes, <laughs> Um, Alright, well, I didn't want to hang up on it too much, so... Oh, well, you know, it was it was an appropriate amount of hang-up on that, so... <laughs> Brad, you've been real quiet. Tell us about Chelsea. Well, boy's getting it done. We just keep on turning. Tuchel has us on 11 straight without a loss, and I think 9 of them were uh, clean sheets. Mendy's might pass Edison here. For, uh, yeah, bro, I remember when it's Lampard cold. was doing that, too. I'm, hey, you're not wrong. I'm just... <laughs> I am. He's still doing. It's funny because like the lineup still isn't settled. He's. This, and, this is it. Oh, we're winning, so it's like. It, it's. It's because Brad doesn't know enough football to see like foresight of where this is going. You're not wrong. The, I don't, the I inevitable brick wall he's gonna run into. To be, as as a quick aside, Brad, whatever you say, Tamsin's gonna say. Well, I remember when Kappa was the best goalkeeper in the league. Or, oh, I, mean, yeah, I remember when when Fat Frank had a two-month streak of unwinning, of, of yeah. unbeats. Or, yeah, right? Yeah. But, like, whatever you say, just be prepared. It's going to be... I know. Well, and I, to be fair, when this happened, I said that, like, we will eventually hit the wall. These are all predictable wins, right? Like, I, I told you, I told you we're getting clapped at Anfield 2-0, and a bogus off... What, what was the reason? Offside. Called off? Offside? Foul? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. We got clapped 2-0 at Anfield. Right? Like, it's it's blatant. Like, these are all games that are, like, predictably you're going to win. It's when you're going to run into City next week. Is it next week? No. It's next no. week, right? No, week. No, I, was, I was actually looking now have, to see because they were on their new manager bump. And I'm wondering when that bump is going to be done because now we're going to They're going to run six. into a team that's, like, well, actually, like, organized and settled and, like, play well. They're going to get clapped. And that confidence gets sapped, and then it's going to be like a bunch of iffy results. So that's and not going to teeter over the line in so, so here's the their, summer. The, here's their upcoming games in the league. I'm going to skip over Champions League, and I'm going to skip over FA Cup. They go yeah. Leeds at home, West Brom away, Palace at home, Brighton away. Then they have West Ham at home. Then it's Fulham. Then finally City. City, Arsenal, Leicester. Wait, I think run. you have the backwards. It's a really tough run. He just looked it up online, Brad. I don't think. Yeah, I'm just looking at their oh, upcoming. I think his home away is messed up. Oh, his home away. His home away might be messed up, but is, is the Doesn't bottom matter. team's not like, the home team. The home and away is an irrelevant fucking yeah. point. I know. Well, yeah, 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 no fan. You're right. You're right. Yes, In soccer, it's home away. That's all. So the top team listed is the home team. Either way, they go Leeds, West Brom, Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Fulham, and then anyway, finally... The they... issue is right. that they're a debilitating loss away from fucking confidence happening. But I it's guess... just a brick wall that you so, see. So to be... I guess... Go for it, does it. Does it happen at Atleti or at Bridge when Atleti comes? Does it happen at West Ham or City? Because if we can, if we get through Atleti... It's not going to happen at Atletico. I'm, 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 I know I'm asking this question though because if not, then the next real game is really April 24th against West Ham if West Ham is still performing. Yeah, and then City on May 8th, so that's another. That would... And then you got 12... Arsenal after that. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Not to mention you could just drop Bayern and get clapped. Two weeks. Correct. <laughs> like, correct. You could easily get like a Bayern or a PSG and get absolutely smoked. Correct. And then you're going to be, and that that's your that's your fucking because the, the core group of players haven't changed. Rudiger didn't grow a brain overnight. That's he's fact. still an idiot. 
He's but, still an idiot. I'm, I'm so like, glad Sumo played. He's still over. an idiot. Like fucking uh, Mendy still can't play the ball. Like the issues didn't go away. You're just playing teams you should be beating, and you're beating them. Yeah, which is important. Form has been good. Which is important. Well, yeah, like which I mean, is important. Tamsi, you know, if we were looking at our two teams, then like we're not beating teams that we should be beating, and that's the reason why Chelsea's in fourth. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Bro, like let's be honest here. No. I've been predicting a series of losses that have been coming. <laughs> like I refuse to believe that Arsenal should be letting Burnley take four points off us over over the course of the season. <laughs> No, I refuse to accept it. Put that in <laughs> But, I mean, this is our toughest part of the schedule for a while, though. We just, had Atleti, United, Liverpool, Everton, back to back to back to back. Yeah, that's a tough run, and you guys did really well through those. Right. So, like, as, assuming we don't so get Tam- super clapped in champs. Tamzid is going to discount the Liverpool, the Liverpool game. He's going to And the Atletico game, because I predicted both of them to be, like, Sound Chelsea victories because they're just a oh, man. Like the, after a while, you learn to read patterns in this game, right? And once you figure out patterns, it becomes really easy to predict games. And so, like that's how I knew Juventus were going to lose. I knew Juventus were going to lose. They just weren't going to do it. That's why I knew Atletico weren't going to do it either. They just they just don't have that like like it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just something intrinsic that comes after watching the game for like years on end. That's why I knew Liverpool weren't going to beat Chelsea. Like, we just weren't going to beat Chelsea. And I knew we weren't going to beat Fulham either. It's just... Were you expecting losses in, in, in both of those games, though? Yes! Okay. <laughs> yes! I, 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 I think that this is just... And maybe we'll get to this when we talk about our teams, but I think this is just, like, a overzealous pessimism that's... No, no, this is an overzealous pessimism. This is... Like, I know we'll clap Leipzig tomorrow. <laughs> I just know we'll beat him like three four nil. It's gonna be an embarrassment. <laughs> Brad, is Chelsea gonna finish in the top four? Yes, but I said that from the beginning, even with Fat Frank. I don't think you did say that. I no. think if we go, if, if we pull the tapes up at the very beginning of this podcast, I said top four. In the middle, I may have questioned it, but <laughs> at the beginning, I said top four. Yeah, I think there was a there were a couple weeks in there where there was a few weeks in there. Like, uh, no. I hope so, but I don't think so. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Sean. Three wins in a row. Two wins since we last spoke. And if I'm going to... And a half wins. Oh, hold on. Nope, nope, nope. Six points. We're going to... I'm going to go back and I think quote you because you said you were going to draw nil-nil to Fulham, right? That was what you said? Mm-hmm. And yep. then Palace is going to beat us, right? Yes. So you guys barely beat Fulham. 1-0, own goal, but a win is a win. So you beat and played Fulham. awful. Who cares? Win is a win. Three points. And then you beat Palace 4-1. Four, four my boy. That was surprising. My boy Gary. Gar- Gary is is the truth, right? He's playing well. Uh, I don't know if it's confidence, if it's too cold to golf. I, I don't know what the story is, but he's if I had to guess, it's removing himself from Madrid and starting to feel comfortable, in shape, fit again. Uh, and and then it's confidence. Because he, you don't... I mean, there's a reason there was a 60-year-old Peter Crouch. You just 
you don't forget th those things. You may not be physically able to do them, but you know, so Bale's still going to be world class, talent wise. Now, is he going to be as fast as he always was? Probably not. But he still has the skill to finish if he's in the right position. So that's going to be there. Yeah. It's, it's it's I guess your point is is is, is himself getting into those positions and. And physically, I, I mean, I, I I agree with you that I think that not playing for almost two years uh, will severely impact someone's mentality. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, like I was expecting Bill to be doing this all season with y'all, just because uh, he's he's a class player. Um, yeah. But I I wonder how out of shape he was, or like not match fit. What I, yeah. I wonder how bad it was. Because um, if you're not playing for like, almost two years and you're just training every day, like there's a, there's a gap that that forms. Yeah, uh, there is, there is, and then of course Russ too, and then new new teammates that yeah. you have to get used to, uh, and and a new league that he hasn't played in in what's it been eight years. Yeah, so like seven eight years. Um, so he has to re remember how to play against the Premier League because it's a different style than playing Levante. Levante. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Brad, Brad, you never get to shake your head yes on a pronunciation. You, you, you missed Marshall earlier, though. I, I heard Marshall, and I just let it pass. I, yeah, but if I pass. said Martial. it. But if I said it. Well, that's because you have a track record, Brad. Hey. Sean's I Marshall. Sean's getting closer. I, I understand. So, sorry, Anthony. But anyways. As, as an aside, and I know that you can't see Tamsie, but every time one of these guys misspeaks, I just look directly at you. Are we saying something? Are we going for this? No. Okay, I, know. Moving on. All right. I, just, I just let it go. Also, like, I don't know why Sean's bitching about 1-0 wins. Dude, 1-0 wins are the cornerstone of confidence-building performances. You play bad and you still win. That's it. And Spurs deserved to win. It wasn't like they didn't deserve to win. They deserved to win. It just was really hard. And that's like, that's the reason why Liverpool can't get out of their fucking rut. Because we either win 4-0 against fucking Sheffield, or we get clapped like by Fulham. Like, it's because it's not a confidence-building performance. Yeah, what's the And thing? so that's why, like, those are the, yeah, those are the bread-and-butter results. 2-1, 1-0. Like, yeah, let's go. Our Arsenal Mourinho, Mourinho getting ready for that League Cup final. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a Mourinho win, bro. Yeah, that's what you get. You're going to win games. It's just going to be ugly, ugly football. We just shouldn't be in a dogfight. I mean, with no, the relegation like, team. The, the thing is, no, like the thing is, fucking Mourinho teams have also played champagne fucking football. The quality of football you play is on the confidence of your players, right? Are you telling me what is it? Uh, fourteen, fifteen. Chelsea played hideous football. No. Are you going to but... sit there and tell me that on a straight face? You think no. like Hazard and Fabregas were fucking playing side passes to each other? No, no, that shit was beautiful to fucking watch because the players had like confidence to do it. And the only way you build confidence is by playing out these grindy one nil, right? You know how many one nils Arsene Wenger's had? Like you need that, and Arsene Wenger doesn't play negative football. It's such a, I hate that pragmatism is associated with negative ball. Like, Burnley play negative ball, not Mourinho. <laughs> Mourinho plays pragmatic ball. Okay, but, but I think that Mourinho developed a... He developed a... Uh, 
a name for himself uh, or like a uh, like he, his style like people colloquially refer to his style um, and you might call it pragmatic other people talk about like parking the bus you know Chelsea, Chelsea Mourinho didn't park the bus he literally coined the term on somebody else on Spurs actually. no no I but, but this, so like Chelsea's what was it like uh, what was it you guys conceded like 13 goals was that like 05 Something like yeah, that. Yeah, 0405. 0405, yeah. where, where, like, they were just in, impossible to break down. Like, and so, <laughs> you know, people look look back on that 16 years later, and they see, you know, like, teams, when they're being defensive, it's just, like, a block of 10, and they're like, oh, they must be parking. And so I think that, I, I, I think that sometimes people are easy to conflate, like, like good defending with parking with, the bus. Yeah, like with parking the bus. Like or pragmatic like, football with just defensive Like football. allowing allowing the opponent to have possession. Because like uh, Mourinho said this against when when in the last in the most recent North London Derby where Spurs won 2-0, I think it was. Um, Mourinho was like, yeah, we were happy to let Arsenal have all of the ball. It was fine. They weren't going to do anything with it. Yeah. And, and like, if he, you block out the spaces, there's nothing to... There's nothing to do. But even still, like he was, he, Mourinho was confident in the fact that you know, and this was when when Arsenal couldn't find a goal to save our life. Um, he was like, they could have all of the possession. They can have fifty crosses. They're just not going to do anything with it because a, they have no confidence, and b, they don't. They're not. They're not designed as a football team to score this way. And so he's just like, yeah, cool. Let them play like that. And yeah. Then, and, it's the and 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 people rail on that because it's it's not it's not Wenger. Like just one yeah, touch. It's, it's not you know like it's not high intensity you know football and so like I can yeah, under- and, I can understand uh, the the dismay at watching it sometimes, but I I I would trade Arsenal's league position for Tottenham's league position right now. I would trade all of but, the shit house one nil victories to Tottenham. You know, like I would do that in a second. And it's like, and the thing is, like, uh. Jurgen Klopp played horrendous football the last two years. We were playing some... Do you know how many dire games of football we had? Because it's like... It's more relevant. Like... Because it, it eventually... It just muddles into that way. When your team's not confident, it just looks terrible. And then when they're on their pump, it's like... Oh, look. Liquid football. Right? And like on your point... I think Mourinho said that to, to Guardiola, too. When... During the... Uh, when they played City. Not, not, the, not the second time. The first time when they yeah, won. Yeah, the one he said we were the better team. Yeah, uh, when he was like, no, and uh, when City, when uh, I think the journal asked him that, uh, oh, like City had like seventy three percent possession, and he was like, good, Guardiola can take the ball home with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, right. <laughs> yeah. I did want to, I did want to say to your point. Uh, I think it was largely through the two the two thousands, uh, but me and my buddy used to call it a Fergie win. When you're when you score two second half goals and win two one or three two, yeah, yeah where you just God, knew Ferg- it was going to happen. Ferguson was the biggest terrorist of this I mean, league. We we know that it's called Fergie time, right? It's, yeah, yeah, Fergie like, time. Good time. Yeah. lord, like two second he, half goals and they're going to win. That's it. He played he played Raphael and Park Ji Sung as wingers in a Champions League game. Good, like oh, yeah. I could I could find you some interesting lineups in Champions League games if we if we want to do that. I yeah, can, I can oh, find you some starting 11s. He was he was such shudder. a terrorist. Like <laughs> Alex Ferguson was such a terrorist. Like I think there were some Yana's eyes thrown out a, there. In the it's a, it's the nostalgia of, of football where people only remember the 
the fantastic, like, oh, we won 4-2, and it was like, oh, we played like that. Or, I don't remember the time you won 1-0 against West Brom. <laughs> Big Sam's Bolton, like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> when I mentioned... I mentioned uh, Peter Crouch. I also was going to throw out Berbatov, but I don't think he was that old. I think he was just bald early, so he just looked old. Berbatov had a whole head of hair before he left for United, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he had like Berbatov a long, he had long, long hair, long, yeah. long, 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 long hair and the little, little like headband on. Yeah, it was like pony. <laughs> no, he had the headband. It was like it's like half his hair was really tight, and the other half was like kind of wavy okay. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, like greasy hair. Like, oh yeah. Was there a better player on just off the cuff plays than Berbatov? Yeah, Ibrahimovic. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. Berbatov is up there. I'm just like, what? How did you even think of that? Because he's probably not thinking; right. he just reacts. Yeah, that's what it is. Because was... he, he never because he never tracks back or does any running, so <laughs> he has all the time in the world to sit there and think about. <laughs> perfect, perfect player for Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> F2 right. freestyler. That's what he is. Y'all remember that goal? I think it was the World Cup or or maybe Over Joe qualifiers. Hart. When the goalie kicked it and Ibrahimovic just got his head in the way and it scored. Like, what the I don't know specifically what you're talking no, about. No, I just remember his bicycle kick and Bruni yeah, Johar. That was a friendly, though. The bicycle kick. Friendly. friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, so my mine, I was pretty sure, was in a qualifier or a group stage for Sweden. I thought I was pretty sure of that, but I'm pretty sure that was the end of Joe Hart's career at Bicycle Cake. No, it wasn't, dude. Joe Hart went on to get <laughs> sacked by fucking Guardiola. That was the end of Joe Hart's career. I'm saying it started his downfall. <laughs> Joe Hart's still floating around our sideline. Okay, yeah, calm down. That's right. That's right. The, they got. They got. Uh, yes, they signed Joe Hart. They signed Joe Hart because they needed one more player to play cricket. <laughs> That's right. yes. in the locker room yes they in the locker room more. <laughs> they needed one more player to play cricket mm-hmm. and you'll just see uh, Regulio just staring at them like what are they playing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the Latin players had no idea what was going on <laughs> top four Sean yes no uh, I think we're no no okay we have... Fifth at, fifth at best, just because of the numbers and the time left. There's there's only 11 games left. That's We're five points. out, and I don't see Chelsea, Leicester, or United dropping out of. Uh, nobody's going to make way for us. Is is my reasoning? Not that I don't think we could score enough points. I don't think they're getting out of the way. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it, it, we talked. I mean, like Chelsea's run in or something like that was City. Arsenal, West West Ham, City, Arsenal, Leicester, something like that. So I mean, like, there are there are big games still to be played for some of the people in front of you. Yeah, it, to me, it seems like fourth is the spot, and like who is going to drop to fourth and fifth? Like, yeah, who's going to be fighting over those two spots? Because um, United and City seem pretty uh, set in their positions. I guess you know, like th- third might be attainable, um, but. Okay, so not not super confident on top four. I think fifth is realistic. I think we could get into European football. Okay. Do you want to talk about Liverpool first or Arsenal first, Tambu? Rock, paper, scissors? Okay. <laughs> ah, Liverpool. 
pain. That was wow. Pain. Wow. Uh, YouTube is gonna be called Rock Paper Scissors this week. Yeah. Seeing as how I post, I post the YouTube videos. Uh, this YouTube video is gonna be posted match day twenty seven slash twenty eight. Just yes. So, just so you know. Uh, you can I, do whatever, I think we need to clear out podcast. We need to we need to clear out like nine people. I think. Yeah, so I, you tweeted about this. Like you were like nine? center back, right midfielder. Yeah, we need a center back. So basically, uh, Ben Davies. Uh, like I said, the day we signed Ben Davies and Kabak, they're they're PR signings, all right? Like they were here to appease the fan base. We're never gonna actually pay for any of these. Uh, we need a center back, two a center back, a right back, two center midfielders, a winger, and a striker, right? Because like, fundamentally, in the summer, we tried to move Ox, Shakiri, Origi, uh, Matip, uh, one item is gone. Went all the man. Yeah, and yeah. So we fundamentally lost all these players. Uh, and like the the thing was that we didn't we didn't lose them, but they kind of were like. They were like very close to moves, and it's never materialized for whatever reason. Or well, not whatever reason. It's because we wanted too much money for for players that were when we should have taken. Like Ox had offers from from Wolves that we could have moved them to, for fifteen mil, but we for some reason wanted twenty mil, and that was, was never going to happen. Yeah, it was the same for Shakiri. Like we should we should have moved Shakiri to Napoli because Napoli wanted him, right? And there's like several of these these transfers we could have done. Uh, we just did it, and now these players just don't want to play. Like, just, 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 you can just look at them and be like, "They just, they just don't want to play." Right? This is like uh, this is a drill that you do to teach like kids how to like defend as a unit, right? And you basically line up four defenders, and then you have four players and two strikers in there, right? The idea is if the ball is here, the right back has to press, and then the re- how the rest of the back line reacts to that situation, right? So you like turn your body. Like sort of diagonally, that way you could cover somebody runs behind you, and you can see where the other guy is and stuff, right? And it's like, and the way the first round of this drill goes is that ball goes from side to side to side to side to the attacking players, right? Just one pass to each player to the right, and as that player passes, the concurrent defender pushes up, right? Like as a press, right? Yeah. And uh, that's literally how Liverpool games are. It's a it's a fucking training drill you teach <laughs> nine year olds. <laughs> <laughs> pass to the side, pass to the side, pass to the side, pass to the side. We never make it to the actual drill. This is just the intro stage of the fucking drill. <laughs> right? And you just you make a pass to the center mid, and then the like, defender comes up, and he passes to the left, and he passes to the left, and you just, you just keep going in this circle forever. Uh, I think that's an interesting point about players not being able to get up um, when they're close to a transfer, and then that never materializes. Because... I mean that happened also also with a lot of Arsenal players last summer, is that we had a lot of players that ultimately have now left but um, had transfers lined up, um, and they never just, materialized. And and it's never. really it's really hard. And especially if, I feel like if you look at like when you guys were winning, like when you won the Champions League, when you won the the league. I mean it's it's obvious what I'm going to say kind of sounds cliche, but you guys were a family, and, and everyone was really close and like willing to like fight and play for each other and yeah. like. And and then when when you kind of get pushed out of that family and say okay we're gonna move you on, but then that doesn't happen. You have to get pulled back in. Mentally, it's probably really hard to like, yeah, like feel 
a part of that again. And you can just tell, like, some of these, like, players, like, uh, Shakiri and stuff, they're just, they're just not switched on. Like, they're just not paying attention to the game that's happening in front of them. They're just drifting from side to side and, like, whatever. It's not a surprise that the best player this season was 19-year-old Curtis Jones, right? Because he's, like, this is his breakout chance. This is his chance to, like, seize a spot for permanently. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. like, so he's the only one that tries to do anything. And the rest of them are just drifting by. It's between him... Uh, Tiago tries, and uh, he's currently forced to play a position he can't do. Henderson got injured, so that like hurts even more. But even before like, that, he's been playing out of position. For yeah, he's been playing months. at center back all like most of the season. Yeah, uh, and so it's like it's just these like situations. Like the, the decline of Genie One Item is probably the like most impactful player because he's like he's. He's the only senior most player in the in the midfield now, and he's the one that doesn't like just just completely unbothered about everything around him. And so it's just it's just we need a giant clear out, and we need like a whole host of players. And the unfortunate situation is, in order to fund these, I'm pretty sure Salah is gone in the summer. Well, a new guilty lineup pleasure because uh, it used to be Jaka and uh, Mustafi together, and now that's gone for me. Um, so when I look at the lineup, that's what I was looking for, so I can kind of smirk and giggle to myself. And now it's when I see uh, Shakiri in the lineup because I know TMZ is going to be furious. Yeah, he just doesn't. He just doesn't care. Like, he just doesn't care. Milner's uh, well past it. Like he used to make up for his uh, complete lack of footballing abilities by being just an incredible runner, like just a pure athlete. <laughs> And he was just like, he'll hound every ball, he'll run up and down wherever you want it. But that was, like, slow. And so, I think I pointed out how, like, Fulham gave him acres of space and he just couldn't do anything with it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it is what it is. Like, we got to clear a bunch of players out. We need a replacement for one item. So, we need, like, an all-action midfielder. We need a creative midfielder. Somebody that can actually, like, play, um... A, a line pass, huh? A link and pa- like move the ball forward. Yeah, like no, yeah. like a, like a line pass, like closer to like the opposite. Unlock the defense pass. Yeah, unlock the defense pass. Uh, press triangle, Brad. We need a player who can press triangle. <laughs> All right, yes. possibly yes. L one triangle. Yes. All right. Wait, uh, I, have, I have Xbox. I have why? Xbox. Sir. Why substitute Y for triangle? Yeah, why? Yeah, I understood what you were saying. Press y. I L, L bumper Y. <laughs> so it goes high. Yep. Anyway, uh, we need we need we need one of those. We need uh, we need if we lose Salah, we need two wingers. We need a, an actual winger, and we need a goal scorer. Like we need an actual player who can score a goal. That's why I think we're gonna win tomorrow because uh, Leipzig will because uh, these Bundesliga teams never change the way they play. And so, if Leipzig want to come and press us, that's fine because then we can just lob one over, and it's Salah and Jota running yeah. two v two on your back line. Like, I'll take that. Like, and then we're gonna get caught by Burnley at home or away next when we play them. Please do. It'll oh, make, yeah, Asper. It'll make my uh, my draw yeah. against. Well, we we'll get we we'll get clapped by Burnley uh, like the week after, so or like four days after. Four days after, do play. No, you play, we play, on you play Wolves Monday. Uh, Monday? Okay, we'll get clapped by Wolves. Oh, maybe it, not. Wolves it, suck. 
And then but, I, feel, uh, I feel like there's internationals coming after yeah. that soon, which is. Oh, well, we're not sending anybody apparently. Good. Uh, I don't think I don't think any other Premier League clubs are sending anybody. Uh, but yeah, those are those are shambles of the situation. Uh, so, so I was watching Arsenal this weekend. Not to cut you off, Tamsi, but I'm, no, you're fine. I'm going to cut you off. Um, what is there to talk about? I was watching Arsenal, and my prevailing thought was: league football is is always true to your position in the league. In that, like Arsenal are a tenth place team. Like they they've looked like a tenth place team all year. They have some performances where you're like, man, that was really good, and then they have other performances where you're like, why is Jaka passing the ball to? the center forward in our own 18-yard box. Um, they did that twice or three times, right? Like, that's like the goal kick formation, right? It's like, oh, I saw it happen again. You, you're no, yeah, you're but, saying, like, you're, saying your league position is not determined by XP? <laughs> no, it's not determined by XP. Um, Brad, no, what, what you're talking about is it's a defensive midfielder showing for the ball. <laughs> Like that's a pretty normal, typical thing in football, where the goalkeeper, and especially now where football is normally dictated out of the back by the goalkeeper, and so like, if your center backs go wide, and the goalkeeper has the ball, then there's a big hole in the field in front of him, and so generally a defensive midfielder will come into that position to try and receive the ball, and then either pass to a center back or pass, you know forward and so I'll, let's let's contrast a couple things right so on the goal we scored Partey comes back he come, does the same thing comes back receives the ball from Leno but he is press resistant so he just you know moves past the press makes an incisive pass to William and then William passes to Oba and Oba scores a goal I, I wonder if, if William got another assist um, maybe um, fast forward like 30 minutes later Xhaka shows for the ball pass to Xhaka and spazzes. I, I, Jaka is not press resistant. Spazzes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out. To be to be fair to Jaka as well, he he received the ball coming towards Leno, so his uh, his options were limited. Um, where and Partey received the ball moving up the pitch, so his options were more. He had more options, but yeah, um, there's a lot of talk that Leno is at fault for passing the ball to Jaka, and maybe that's true. But it was such a bad pass. Like, it was, like, Xhaka's, Xhaka's pass was such a bad pass. It was, it was unimaginably bad. Like, he, he didn't get it past or up over his, the, the, the Burnley player's hip. What did I for? It was just really bad. And so, I don't know. I have a hard time blaming Lionel. I mean, we're not going we're not gonna to talk about Nicola Pepe missing a, oh, man. Like, a, yeah. a sitter. Yo, we missed, absolute sitter. We missed we missed a lot of goals, and this is this is this is Arsenal this year. Is that you know we either spot somebody a goal at the beginning of the game, which we seems like we've done for you know three or four weeks in a row, or we score a goal and then we fail to convert chances. I was watching the game and my father was down. Again, that's padding XG. Let's go. <laughs> and, and so we score, and I'm like, okay, good. You know, feeling good. I'm feeling confident. And then Oba, a couple minutes later misses one, though it was kind of a half chance with the way the ball fell to him, and then uh, Saka missed a shot, and I'm just, I just look at my dad, I'm like, you know, I wonder if this is going to come back to bite Arsenal, it probably will, and then like 25 minutes later, Burnley has the equalizer, and I'm like, oh, well, there it is, 
And so, yeah, this, I mean, like, and so my, my prevailing thought while I was watching the game was, you know, league position doesn't lie. Like, you can't make an argument to me and tell me that, you know, you think that Arsenal deserved to be higher up the pitch because on the run of play over the course of 38 games, we ha- or, or 28 games 20. at this point, 27 for us, it's undeserved at this point. Arsenal are a tenth place team based on what they've what they've done, and uh, and maybe that's kind of a smooth brain take on my part. I don't know. That's not a smooth brain take. That dog. That's that's the exact thing I said uh, when uh, we didn't get uh, Conte's handball against Chelsea. I was like, after watching ninety minutes of that, you think we deserved anything from that game? Yeah. Fuck no. We were like, terrible. Like Arsenal fans are up in arms about the. Uh, Eric Peters handball that wasn't called and yeah it looked like a handball to me it probably should have been a penalty for whatever reason it wasn't given um but that's not the reason why we lost the game yeah right it could have been a reason why we won the game but that that's not the reason why Arsenal didn't win the game the reason why Arsenal didn't win the game is because we failed to we failed to convert chances and we gave away a goal and if you if you give a team like Burnley like, like we kind of caught Burnley out a little bit. Like, they're generally pretty defensively adroit, I would say. Like, they're generally pretty stable defensively. And we kind of caught them out with our goal. Um, and then when – so at that point, they have to push forward more. And then if you just give them a goal, well, they can kind of be like, all right, perfect. Like, I'll take 1-1 against Arsenal. And they just kind of go back into their – and if you looked in the second half, we didn't really create too much in the second half. The second half, we were we were a- very average. Um and so, I don't know, like, my, my thinking, and, you know, like, I've, of course, been looking at the table and looking at upcoming results, and I'm like, you know, like, I think Arsenal could take, you know, like, 30-some-odd points out, out of those last 12 games. I think my number was 31 points when I went through it, and, of course, I was giving ourselves a win with Burnley. And, you know, it's probably, you know, I, I think that Arsenal are going to finish ninth, 8th, maybe 7th if we're lucky. Um you know, like, of course, I would love for us to, you know, go on a tear and get 33 points over the next 11 games, but <clears throat> not going to happen. So, yeah, it just, it is what it is. Arsenal are what they are, and our league position doesn't lie. So. You guys want to talk about full relegation? Fulham? Equal on points with Brighton? Newcastle? So, it's funny, like, I, I didn't think that, I thought that when we came back today... After last week, I was thinking that Fulham would be six points off both these teams. Yeah, um, and after like when the Fulham result, Fulham Spurs game happened, and Spurs got the three points, I was like, all right, well, they're not going to get any points this this week, and then they get a shock win, in my opinion, away to away to Liverpool. Probably not. Tamsi probably was expecting it because um, he's Nostradamus when it comes to these things, uh, and so <laughs> Fulham. And Brighton are equal on points. Of course, Brighton have a game in hand, but you know Brighton are on three losses in a row. Uh, so like their form is abysmal, and they have, I think they have someone soon. That's that's a big game. Uh, okay, they play they play Southampton at the weekend. For some reason, I thought that they played a Manchester City or something like that soon. Um, maybe that's Fulham. Yeah, Fulham play City. Okay, anyway, I digress. Um, One of my notes was that I might be wrong about Newcastle, but only because Brighton are going to sneak in there and, instead. But the Bro, thing is, I can't. You might I not can't be wrong. Person- no, go ahead. 
you might not be wrong about Newcastle though, because they're only a point over. Like they they're on twenty seven points, and both those teams are on twenty six points. So it's not like Newcastle are any like they they can't breathe any like they don't have a sigh of relief here. Like they're this seems like a race to the bottom for Newcastle and Brighton. What, yeah. What were you gonna say, Tansy? Uh, I can't wait for next season when we get uh, Norwich, Swansea, and Brentford in the in the league, <laughs> and that way, and we can finally get rid of Newcastle, Brighton, and Burnley. Once and for all. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're not surviving. The only reason uh, Brighton have been surviving the last, like, two years is because the the, the, the relegation classes for those years were just abysmal. Yeah. Huddlefield was <laughs> Like, <laughs> nobody, Fulham the first time around spent, like, $150 million on bang average nothing. And then when got sent packing back down immediately like i think the only reason fulham were up this year was because of the covid break right last year yeah. they they had they yeah. were on a tear afterwards and uh like oh my goodness i cannot wait but norwich does the up and down up and down that's that's like the norwich thing the past few years bro so. that this isn't the same norwich team that you remember from oh. like fucking 6 years ago I, I know brad only watches games every like 6 years this is the same Norwich team, all right? This team plays drastically differently. And they have a much more... Uh, they have a very good recruitment process. And so their recruitment process is actually very, very respectable. And uh, there's the former Borussia Dortmund youth team coach as their uh, their uh, head coach, uh, Daniel Farkin. And so Norwich, Norwich next season are going to end up staying up comfortably. You think kind of like Leeds? In that, in yeah. that kind of sense, yeah, maybe yeah. not as high like as Leeds, the, but yeah, last year, la- the first, the first time around, their issues weren't tickle or anything like that. It's just they were, sur- they, they had like a team full of twenty-year-old, yeah. Right? yeah, they were like 19, 20 year old kids, and like it, after a certain point, kids get like disheartened, right? But like now that those same kids, and they kept kept more or less the same squad, so now that those kids are like more mature about what they have to do. Right, they they're storming the championship. Right, they're like ten or twelve clear. Right, they're they're gonna end up storming their way back up the league, and then they're gonna stay. This time, they're gonna actually stay. I uh, think it'd be interesting to look at um, the manner in which you gain promotion and com- compare that to uh, whether or not you're more susceptible to being re-relegated well, the next well, year. Yeah, actually, that was a, that was a, uh, there was a point I think Daniel Farka made two years ago, the, or last year, I guess, when they were here. And they were talking about how teams that come up playing attacking football tend to, tended to stay. Right? They, like, your, 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 uh, your leads, uh, burn for several years. Yeah. Right? The team that comes up wanting Swansea. Yeah. Uh, the team that comes in wanting to play ball usually ends up going uh usually ends up staying because they'll they'll beat premier league draws too yeah like so they end up they end up staying um of course <laughs> like yeah like and then teams that come up playing like really ugly ball usually play ugly ball they can't like uh there was a point somebody made years ago about how uh oh yeah well tony Pulis will always get you to like 14th in the league um yeah, he'll make you make sure you finish 14th in the championship too, <laughs> and that's what happened. He's had two championship jobs, no promotions. Yeah, 
That's a oh. parasite removed from the fucking league. Thank <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, I co-signed that a hundred. Thank fuck. There's um, actually because they're a bigger club. Um, Villa just got promoted too, and they're also in ninth. So Leeds, yeah. Leeds, and Villa both came up, and they're right Villa around. Played, 10. Villa played good ball in, in yeah. the championship. Villa played good this ball. Is, in the this, championship. Is, this is Villa's third year, isn't it? Second. Oh, they came out last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. With Norwich, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I thought they were. I thought they were freshly promoted with no. Leeds. No, 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 no. Last year they they narrowly avoided relegation. Yeah, but that wasn't their yeah. first year in the league. That was their second that was, year last year. That was their first year in the league. I mean, that was their first year in the league last year. This is their second year. What was it? Oh, I think you're okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I know you know you already know you're right, so you don't need me to reaffirm that you're right. Yeah, but yeah, I, I okay. Um. But yeah, I but think, like, they'll I, also play baller. I, I think relegation is going to be really interesting to watch over the next ten weeks, or probably like nine weeks, um, because I think that that like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna move a lot. I think it's gonna be pretty fluid between these three teams. Um, Whichever one survives is gonna immediately get sent packing next year. I, 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 I didn't mention Burnley, but Burnley's pretty close to them as well. Yeah, um, Burnley's pretty close. The only one in that dog pile who's going to be fine is Wolves. Yeah, agreed. The only one in that dog pile that's going to be fine is Wolves. Yeah. Wolves have a, a nightmarish injury record, too. So. Wolves are 35 points. Yeah. Can, can't, wait to, so can't, wait to, can't wait to rob Pedro Neto from... <laughs> Any, uh, anything you guys want to talk about in regards to uh, European football? You got any, got any slay? Hey, yo, Will. <laughs> I just wanted to say that this this game is super super predictable. I have a, I have twenty three hundred in the NatWest account that I used to bet on uh, Betfair. It's uh, it's great. Did you put money on Porta? Huh? You no, I didn't. I didn't bet on. I didn't bet on the Champions Champions League. Uh, but uh, but I I periodically bet on Premier League and Championship games. Yeah. <laughs> when the when the when I feel like a team might upset somebody, like I'll, I'll put that in. When you got the little tickle on the back of your neck, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you notice like, a, you notice a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> I'm apparently more skilled at pattern recognition. I don't know. I saw I saw in the first leg of the 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 Juventus uh, Porto game. I saw like several instances where Chiesa just bumped into. Um, uh, Rabio, and I was just like, "This is just, this is amateur. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this is so pathetic. Like, do you people never play with each other? Like, you don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't watch enough. I mean, like, if I'm watching Italian football, it's generally it isn't just generally like, it's just but... about, like Italian ball though. It's like if you've played with somebody long enough, you just kind of know where they're gonna be. Yeah, that wasn't my my point. Wasn't about Italian football. My point was like generally, like, if I'm going to watch Italian football, I'm generally watching Juventus, but. Um, I, I get this. I get the feeling, um, and will c- correct me in the uh, comments, um, that that Pirlo doesn't really uh, have a very set eleven that he prefers. Um, yeah, that vibes, man. That he, yeah, he's just going <laughs> off of vibes, or uh, he's he's picking like a different eleven every every week. It seems, 
Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's such a vibe manager. I knew this was gonna happen. You did call it. You, you need did to drag that, drag that tweet out from last summer. Yeah, like I, I just knew this was gonna happen. The minute he got like the sign, and I was like, oh well, like he's, he's gonna get sacked. And the actually, I have a, I have a bet with one of my friends. Um, I do specifically remember you saying that you were like, "Wow, this is when the, like the day they signed him." You were like, "Wow, this is going to be really sad when they have to sack their club legend because he, yeah, gets, like, he gets knocked out of the Champions League." Yeah, I thought it was a nice <laughs> meme. I was like, "Yeah, pretty little fraud when he loses to Genoa." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's you, just the are, most obvious thing. And are, are we here? Like, are we here for a? Uh... Mbappe hat trick tomorrow? Oh dude. Uh the fact that uh both Messi and Ronaldo are out of the uh out of the Champions League right now, that means uh the GQ fanboys and uh the art of football fanboys can both fuck <laughs> off simultaneously. For those that don't know art of football, it's a it's a this series of compilations where people basically juggle the ball like a seal, thinking that this is how football is. And so uh and like you know how like every Ronaldo fan just knows Ronaldo because he was on the cover of GQ, and that's it. And so they're like GQ fans, and they both get to fuck off because it's the most toxic debate ever in the history of the sport, right? And so like it's perfect. Like now we get to enjoy the game for what it is. I mean, we get to enjoy uh, Bayern Munich steamroll the Champions League again. Uh, yeah, yes, right. Hey, you know what, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse team. <laughs> no offense. Well, well, I was Mouse gonna team. ask if we if we remove. I know this is hard to do for the two of you, but if we remove Liverpool and Chelsea, are we, are we rooting for Lazio? Oh, we're rooting for Dorman. But this, this half of the podcast, me and James, what's up? Are we are we pulling for Dortmund here? Um, I'm I'm rooting for the. Uh, I, I'm actually rooting for Liverpool, and I'll tell you why. Because I want Liverpool to win the Champions League. I want Arsenal to win the Europa League, and I want Tottenham to finish fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I think Everton might finish fourth, and that'll be prime. I'm okay. With that'll that be too. just peak, peak. Um, but no, I mean, like, I, I, uh, I, like I, 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 there, Sean. I generally root for English teams when it comes to. I mean, I guess coefficient isn't nearly as important as it used to be. Maybe this is an archaic thought of my own that I should root for English teams because of the UEFA coefficient. Um, but. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm clearly the most familiar with with English teams. I'm clearly not going to root for Spurs in the, you know, like you know, like that's like I'm not going to root for Chelsea in the Champions League. But I don't know. Like I could, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Atlanta go on a run. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, we've got. I'm I'll, trying to do some quick yeah. math. I, mean, I, I don't even have to root, dude. I'll I just take, watch I'll, these games for pure, mutually entertaining. Like, yeah, of course. if I get to see a, a quarterfinal draw between like Bayern Munich and uh, like PSG, that's like. Gangbusters. Let's that, go. That would be good, uh, but no, I'll, I'll take uh, if uh, I'll take Atlanta. That's who. I, that's all. That's who I'll take in the Champions League now. I was, yeah, I was just by Real Madrid, dude. Yeah. Well, I was just looking through. Yeah, bullshit and just, oh man, they were getting stomped by, by Atlanta before that absolute. Ooh, but he touched him in the last match. Did he touch him? I don't. Know. Did he? Yeah. But, exactly. Okay. So here, uh, this is, goes back to my. You guys were. You guys were crapping on that Romanian TV van a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> UEFA just has really poor, really, really poor production quality. because the, And they refuse to show VAR stuff. 
They refused to show the VAR stuff. We were watching... I was watching the UVA game today, and uh, on all of, on all of the goals, there was questionable offside. We didn't see any of it. It was just, okay, goal was allowed, goal was not allowed. And then after the, the second case of goal, um, Alvaro Morata jumps over the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper kicked out at him and touched Morata. Yeah. He kicked out at him. And I text, him, I text but... my brother, and I say... Uh, it looked like he touched into me, Brad. And I said, that should be a red card. And we don't hear anything of it. It wasn't checked. There was no, like, VAR looking at it. But the goal, the, the goalkeeper clearly kicked out at Morata. Yeah. Like, and how is that not a red card? I Morata's a bum. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fair. How does Morata still get on, on but these in, teams? But in, I don't understand. In, in English ball, if that happens... And maybe and maybe it's just like I know that the, we get a nine-minute bar check. Yeah, our yes. Burnt Leno would have been sent off Guaranteed. to confirm that there was a touching. We get a we get a nine-minute we need we get a nine-minute bar check. But yeah. I'm, hold on, I'm not even sure that the touching is is required in violent conduct. Yeah, it's yeah. only attempted violent conduct. Yeah. yeah, like and so like like if you like like try and kick somebody in the head and you miss that's still violent conduct if you kick out at somebody you're laying on the ground someone jumps over you like nowhere near and the, and you kick out at them that's violent conduct right like anyway that was i, I needed i meant i needed to mention that and you guys were crapping on the romanian tv man it's just uefa uefa doesn't want to show the var stuff for whatever reason they just don't want to so they don't and you guys need to apologize to the romanians um, I'm not apologizing to the Romanians. I gotta go play in Romania now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right. Are you? I, I, I watch this shit. Is it not? I had an two answer? quick notes about the Dortmund game today. Go, go for it, Sean. One, I had no idea Suso was still running around out here. Uh, two, that was a really interesting transaction with the off the line penalty, and then the keeper yells it like inches from his face. And into Holland's face, and then they read. You know, they do the VAR. They they bring it back and uh, redo the penalty, and he scores. And he does the same thing to the keeper, and they and then, give Holland a the yellow. Sevilla, the Sevilla squad chases him around. Yeah, that's, that too, <laughs> that's which the best celebration. Put that on for sure. Like, have the have the opposing squad chase you down. <laughs> yeah. But I was uh, I did find it interesting to see a Suso and a Marco Royce still running around out here getting it done. Yo, Marco Royce, Marco Royce no, <laughs> I will not tolerate Marco Royce slander. If if Marco Royce didn't have knees made out of fucking wafer bars, he'd be the fucking third best player in the world. <laughs> after after Ronaldo Messi, he'd be comfortably the third best player in the world. Hey, if he's Sa- good. If Santi Cazorla didn't have glass ankles, Arsenal would have won many, many championships. So if 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 Arsenal had signed Gonzalo Higuain, they would have won the league. Uh, F in the chat, boys. F in the chat. If a frog had a glass ass, it only jump once. Two weeks <laughs> in a row. Oh, that's a new. We're gonna squeeze this in every week. It's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> yes, he is. That's I will. I will lay. I will. I will set up layups. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, let's look forward to uh, this weekend. It's and so we have a nice week coming up of of regular football. That there's not like a, a smattering of midweek games going into a weekend, and then another smattering of midweek games. Um, City play Southampton tomorrow. 
I didn't I didn't put it on our list just because. Um, did, did you guys hear uh, someone uh, someone ask Pep today in the press conference? He was like, uh, "What did you think about United's nine uh, nil win over Southampton?" He said, "Oh, we'll we'll, we'll beat them eighteen nil." Um, so he must have uh, he must have picked something up from from watching United. He, in his defense, he said that in jest, in that he was not saying that that was a legit result. He didn't actually mean it, but I thought it was a funny funny comment. Um, but okay, let's look at the weekend. Leeds hosting Chelsea, North London Derby. Oh, I apologize for punching my microphone. Rip, rip, Island your, rip your ears. Yeah, give me a red card. Um, so Leeds Chelsea, North London Derby, and then we got West Ham United going away to Manchester United. A couple trap games though. We got Leicester is hosting Sheffield, Fulham is hosting City, and I put Southampton and Brighton and Hove on the trap game list just because I didn't want to make a different uh, subgrouping for. Uh, relegation six-pointers but that's a relegation six-pointer um brad what what excites you about the uh the leeds chelsea game that's a very historic uh english football game it is and it's gonna be a very fun game to watch over the last 20 years maybe i will be i will be definitely waking up early for that game that game will be fun i think all four of us will be awake for that one i mean i have a fun game i have young children i'm always always awake early I mean, yeah, so I feel you on that one. Yeah, but I, I think that's going to be a great game. I think that's the what? best game. Wait, what? Said, my, I think my that's Bamford kit should be in soon. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad, did you really just say that Leeds Chelsea is the best game this weekend? Yeah, I mean, what's the other competition? Oh, Arsenal Tottenham, maybe, but a 10th place. I, I don't think he's far off the truth. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Oh, yes, but he said best game. North London Derby. Is is miles. North London Derby is always the most entertaining derby because they're both turned into clowns that whole game. <laughs> both sets of teams just play like they just forego every piece of tactical advice given and just go <laughs> kick it as hard as possible. If you kick a player, good. If you kick the ball, even better. <laughs> North London Derby is something special, man. And uh, it's, it's my favorite clown fest every year. <laughs> if I'll put it to you this way, if Dyer, Jaka, and David Louise are not all on the pitch they this weekend, be. I'm going to be very disappointed. They will. Dude, there'll be Sabeos, there'll be Jaka, there's going to be Dyer, there might be Winks. Like, bro, the vibes are going to be insane. They're all just going to pass it in a box to each other. Like, yeah. just, spinning he needs to kick in a Deli Ali just to make it fun. Just a little sprinkle of Ali on top. Um, no, but Arsenal Spurs is clearly the, the the most fun game of the weekend. Clearly, hands yeah, because uh, Leeds are Leeds are getting smacked. You think so? Yeah, Leeds are getting smacked like three, four, no. <laughs> okay. I don't know what I was going to score all those goals, but I'm here for it. Bro, Giroud. Bro, Leeds are getting smacked three four nil because they don't fucking believe in the concept of uh, defending. That's, yes, yes. I don't, I don't believe in the concept. Like Leeds play every minute of the game like it's nil nil. Yes, I, they they were. Uh, yeah, they, they played against West Ham. Uh, was yesterday, right? Um, yeah, and they had like three or four opportunities in the first half and oh, spurned I, them all. Yeah, like, but like to be fair, that was the worst Leeds performance I've seen all year. I was gonna say that. That was actually bad. Like that was that was genuinely bad from Bielsa. Was that worse like, that than was... the than the cup exit? 
yeah, like, dog, like, them losing games because they fucking gung-ho, this one was just, like, they just looked either tired or utterly bereft of ideas, one or the other, but it was just, it was just not a good performance, like, yeah. normally the lead's performance is still fun to watch, I mean, like, if they had, like, Vardy instead of Bamford, they'd be, they'd be oh, winning yeah. this lead. Well, yeah, it's a good game yesterday, I thought. Do you yeah. think this was the Bielsa wall, though? Like, oh they're just God. tired? What is, what is, what are these, what are these cliches you're talking? What, what is a Bielsa Brad wall, Brad? Brad went on Reddit they... one morning, and he found out about the Bielsa wall. A couple of times. A couple of yeah. times, sir. I get on Reddit. Yeah. So, he's but, West Ham's going to be an interesting game, too. He's Bielsa ball. He's, uh, Thank you, Mourinho always defensive. He's got a, he's got yeah. a bucket for Reddit cliches. Well, I am. I am the Reddit guy here. Scrolling, yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean tell, tell me, Sean, tell me more about United West Ham. I'm just really excited for this game. I do not get a laugh out of Sam Seed on that. Who's, who's home for this one? West uh, United. It's an old trap. Old trap. That didn't matter. Oh. I thought that didn't matter. No, I was gonna make a joke about uh, Jesse Lingard turning Old Trafford into his dance floor. Oh, he can't play. He can't, he can't play. play. That's, why, that's why I went, uh, I realized he can't play at all. Could have got some Jay Ling's memes out of this. Peep the note, Brad. Peep the note. It's not me. Um, anyway. It wasn't me. Anything else you guys want to talk about today? No, the other games are... Oh, gonna be boring. There, I think but, Southampton, Brighton, and Hove could be interesting just because Brighton's they're, losing. They're both, uh, they're both pretty dross right now, dross. But dross. Yeah, I was, you know, have a moment. Fulham um, City's gonna be a snoozer. Leicester, Sheffield's gonna be a snoozer. Yeah. Well, Leicester. The best Sheffield, thing they could do is put that at seven thirty. Leicester, Sheffield could be interesting from a Leicester perspective. Like Leicester could score four. Like that could be interesting, but. Yeah, right. Sheffield's getting Sheffield's getting spanked. annihilated. Yeah, they're getting yeah they're getting annihilated, <laughs> destroyed. All right, well, that's it. Um, the man in the blue to my left. That's uh, that's at KS Brad G. Sent him uh, sent him Werner memes on on the twitters. At Whiteheart Sean, right below me. That's Sean. Diagonally, that's at Fermino's dentist. I'm at James Tiffany. Um, follow us uh, at red card underscore radio oh excuse me it's white heart underscore sean right yeah yes okay M- make sure i get that right uh so we are we are collectively at red card underscore radio catch us on twitter um youtube of course if you're watching this then you already know you're we're on youtube um tell your friends share it give it a like give us some comments i'm sure that we'll have some lively conversation in the comments this week uh, Share if your team got spanked by Porto. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hey, Sean, I found a uh, um, another team that hasn't lifted a cup since two thousand and eight. Tell us, tell us, Brad. The Detroit Red Wings last won the Stanley Cup in two thousand and eight. So, if is you're a hockey pod, if you're a hockey fan. I you guess, can you can commiserate with with Sean. Thank you. I guess we can, we can send this this now. Now we're a hockey podcast. We can send it to all of our hockey friends. We're, we're a hockey podcast. Emily, get this in the hockey circles. Appreciate it. Yep, there we um, go. There we go. Anyway, catch us. This is uh that this was our look at uh 
the Premier League after match day 27 and 28. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll see you all next week. Thanks.